I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Hi, and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle One Piece at a Time. My name is Sean. I'll be your host, and right alongside me as usual, my wonderful wife, Alexandria. Hey, everyone. So today's episode, we're going to be discussing ABA therapy. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, some basics about what ABA is, uh, the different types of ABA that there are, because there are many different types for those of you that, you know, have heard some negative stuff about certain types of ABA. Uh, There are many different types, Um, so don't lump them all together. Some might be for you and your child, and some might not be. So, and we're going to just talk about some of the professionals that work in the field and just you know how the process works a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, to start off, what is ABA? ABA, also known as Applied Behavior Analysis, is a therapy that focuses on behavior and learning. The overall goal of ABA is to figure out why a child behaves the way they do and encourage the positive behaviors and try to get rid of the harmful behaviors. Limit the bad behaviors or negative behaviors. Yeah. You know, and put them in a position so that they can learn, um, you know, different tasks and different skills. Yeah, ABA is a therapy based on the science of learning and behavior. So you can pretty much do ABA with everybody and we'll go more into detail with that. Alex tries to do ABA on me yes. all the time. The only one in the house. I try to do it on the dog. The, the only one who doesn't get ABA in the house is Savannah. <laughs> there is no ABA to be done on her, ever. <laughs> so like we said, there's a lot of different types mm-hmm. of ABA therapy. Yes. So probably the most common and well-known is discrete trial training. Mm-hmm. It's very, very rigid. Yes. Uh, very focused. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically discrete trial training would be something to the extent of, uh, you ask the child Mm -hmm. to do a specific activity Mm -hmm. or, you know, specific task. Uh, and then if they do it right, you reward them. If they don't, you don't reward them. (laughs) Exactly. Um, that's the basics of it. And we'll go a little more in depth into some of that in, in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the second type would be errorless training, mm-hmm. which is very common for children that are very young or also children that are just struggling with discrete trial training or yeah. having bad behaviors when demands are placed on them. So errorless training would be something like, you know, give me ball and then you actually take their hand grab the ball with them hand over hand and have them give, you know, give put, it to you, have them give hands. it to you. You do it with them so they cannot get it wrong. Right. Um, we had to use that with Gray for a time period because he was... Like touch your head. Yeah, we did that a lot. He was very, very upset when he got things wrong. <laughs> yeah, he does not like being wrong so at all. Everything we had to do, has to be right. Yeah, we had to do errorless training for a while to kind of get yes, past that. Yes, yes. Even now when he's wrong, we can't say like, no. We have to be like, try again, because he gets so upset when when they tell him, like, no, that's not the correct answer. Yeah. So. Uh, next would be 
E-I-B-I, which is Early Intensive Behavioral Intervention. Mm-hmm. It's quite a mouthful. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it's basically the use of ABA procedures uh, for helping very young children with developmental delays uh, and helping them acquire... Uh, adaptive and functional skills, so right. very young children. Right. I guess this would be used more like on the early intervention ages, so mm-hmm. below three. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have piv- pivotal, pivotal response training. I have trouble also with that. Also known as PRT. <laughs> yes. I love it's well, all these acronyms, all these abbreviations all the time. What the full words are. <laughs> um, that's basically like life situation, social, social situation, right. um, training and, and intervention. Mm-hmm. So helping them develop life skills they and interacting social and skills and stuff like that. Yeah. Even just learning, buying something in the store, waiting there the for their change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole process in exchange. So, uh, next we have, uh, verbal behavior intervention, which is VBI, which is basically, uh, focusing on communication and language and then uh part of that or a subset of that would be the uh, verbal behavior approach Mm -hmm. uh, which is based on bf skinner's analysis of verbal behavior yes Uh, and it works really well for non or limited right uh verbal children which is also a fantastic book guys yeah there's a book on it we'll we'll put we'll link it in the notes I can't remember the the author right now Um, Um, Dr. Mary Barbera yes thank you very very much fantastic Um, book RDI recommended it to us back when Grayson was like one and it's really good it's a very good book and that that that, um, incorporates language and communication into Mm -hmm. ABA right so you might do um, different you know discrete trials yeah. But you're also prompting them verbally to make sounds. Yes. So maybe if you're picking your child up, an example would be, um, you know, uh, uh, and you try to get them to finish saying the up. The word, yes. <laughs> the, the, yeah, yeah, the end of the word. Grayson's so, starting to do that. He has said up a couple times now since we have been, you know, yeah, prompting do, him yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we definitely try to do that with him to try to, yeah. you, know, you know, help him. So he he Make under he knows sounds, what to say, and, and, and I've like always that. done that. Like if Grayson wants me to get up, I'm always like, "Mom, up!" Like tell me, "Mom, up!" You know yeah. what I mean? Get up. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I think we might do a, an episode that goes a little bit more into specifically the yeah verbal behavior approach because it's definitely something we're, we've been working on with Grayson a lot. So. Yeah. And we'd like to share some of that. So. Some you know the professionals that are in the ABA field are usually. Uh, BCBAs, yes. which are board certified behavior analysts. Yes, uh, they're the ones that do the analysis um, of your child, mm-hmm. do the assessment. They collect the data, see what the most important things or deficiencies are at the time to work on. Right, and then they build the plan out based on that. Uh, the RBT registered behavior technician is the person that actually does the therapy with mm-hmm. the children usually. Mm-hmm. Um, BCBAs will usually sit in with them. I don't know. I guess it depends on the organization. Yeah, but I would say sometimes twi- it's once, twice a, month. Twice a week. I it mean, could, yeah, it, it depends. depends if there's a lot of behaviors going on. They might be more often. Yeah. Um, one thing since you know the pandemic has happened, uh, our BCBA actually does a 
phoning conference call with our RBT and us yeah, once she's, a week. Every Wednesday, she's on and FaceTime. It's actually, I think it's been helpful for us because yeah, we've absolutely. actually had more contact. Yeah. And she's been more involved. In and it's therapy. not so much of a distraction as her being here with Grayson. But he always knows so. when she's on the phone because every time she's on the phone, he's like, perfect. And it's just... Yeah, it's and it's funny. good. It gives them a chance to really discuss what's going on, the RBT and the BCBA, in setting. So we do video calls so she can see the actual intervention and everything. And then, um, you know, she can make recommendations, changes to the programs and stuff like that. Uh, because yeah. a lot of times she's just looking at data. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless she's here in person. So uh, that's definitely been helpful. Yes, and that's the thing about ABA. Everything is data. So every single thing that happens is written down. Um, you know, I'll go into that more in detail after our next little thing. Yeah. But it's it's science-based. So everything's written down, recorded, yeah. and then they go throughout the charts to see what has been working and what has not been working and what's been decreasing those behaviors. Yeah. So. so, you know, and obviously they adjust and redo, you know, reassessments and stuff yeah. like that from time to time. Yeah. Uh, to make sure they're on the right track. and BCBA is the one who does the assessments yeah, and stuff like that. comes so, up with the goals and everything. So, Yeah. So, um, you know, some other things. Uh, insurance doesn't always cover ABA. No. But a lot of cases it does. So, you know, check with your insurance provider uh, on, you know, what, you know, your policy covers. Uh, definitely um, look into that. Obviously, yeah. you may want to try to see what options you have in terms of all, you know, alternative coverage. Yeah, definitely goes by um, where you live. Because it can too. definitely get very expensive yeah. if you're paying out of pocket. Yeah, I mean, um, what'd you say? Yeah. So like, what, it's what is one of Grayson's like sessions? One fifty. Well, I, I looked at the the BCBA's charge. Those sessions get charged for the BCBA as well as for the RBT. So yeah, yeah, it's a double charge, and the BCBA is over two hundred dollars. Yeah, just for so half hour, I mean you're looking hour. at at least three hundred dollars for yeah. for us. Yeah, um, it's a lot for one you know one session. Yeah, an hour with a BCBA on the phone and a two hour session with RBT. Yeah, and sometimes it's a time. half hour. I mean you know and so it doesn't go cheaper then. So definitely look into your options. Now yeah. one thing you know you want to do is the insurance companies you know when they do offer coverage in your plan mm-hmm. they. Um, try to phase out the amount of approved hours for a child as time goes on as they get older so don't be afraid to try to get as many hours as you can as early as you can because as your child gets older you may not be able to get more hours no and honestly like if your children are going to go to school they'll a lot of schools have aba all-day programs so like kindergarten will be an all-day aba program which is fantastic and we actually i looked into that for grayson that's originally what we were going to do last year um, and now we're just yeah. going the route of the homeschool. That's what we want to do now. And, you know, it, it all just depends what's good for you guys. So, yeah. So, you know. But I'll look, continue. ABA. Yeah, look into that. Make sure you try to take advantage of as many hours as you can, as you can get approved for, you know. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's going to make a difference because, you yeah. know, your child has to make up for that time. Um, and obviously, they're a little behind. Right. So the longer the time that goes by, the more hours you could do, the faster they're gonna you're gonna be able to get them closer and closer to the you know their their the their peers a little bit you know being equal with their peers. Yeah, so. yeah, and I will say there's a lot of things Grayson does that are over his age limit, and you know, it's just about coping with certain things that he can't cope with. It's not yeah. even you know I think in the beginning it does start as like a delay a lot of times, 
But I mean, now Grayson's like scoring all across the board, like over his age For bracket. many, many different categories. Yeah, yeah, but then we have our struggles. We have our food struggles. He eats great, but we have our issues with Communication. that. Communication. Communication. He's nonverbal. So that's our problems. You yeah. know what I mean? So it can range, yeah. though. Usually, uh, ABA starts at around three years old. Uh, most for most cases, it usually is. Some start earlier. Some start. I mean, you can start earlier. Yeah. Um, but usually, most most people transition from early intervention into yes, an yes, ABA yes. program. I will say uh, when around three years old. Yeah. So that's most common. Yeah, when Grayson was going to the sensory gym, there was another mom in there with her daughter, and uh, I remember saying to our OT like is she autistic? Like, and OT saying, yeah, you know, and I said, my gosh, like you would never know. Like she just was so neurotypical. And she said her mom had her in ABA from like six months, eight months, because she knew the signs and she got her right in and she started treatment really early. And that kind of outcome is why you want to start services as soon as you realize something, no matter what it is. So. And definitely, um, <clears throat> excuse me, choose your choose a quality company. If yes. you have to look around, um, that is extremely important. Yes. Not every company out there is created equal. Right. Not all of their therapists have the same amount of experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, some states actually allow people to do um, therapy that are not RBT registered RBTs. Yes, so, yes. You know, you got to be careful with that. They might not have as much knowledge, obviously. And you don't know so, that. They don't <laughs> tell you, like, hey, we're sending so, you this person that... That's definitely a question. ...has ask, no education or even took classes. Ask, ask the providers you when you're discussing to. stuff with them. Yeah. Ask them that question. Make sure they have their RBT. So, Alex is going to go a little bit more into some of, uh, you know, the process of, of ABA. Yes. So with ABA, um, when they do their data analysis, what they're looking for is something called the ABCs. And back when Grayson was in Montessori, um, they didn't require this. I did this on my own. I printed out worksheets so that if he had a behavior, they could write down what it was and what they did to intervene that behavior. So the ABCs, A is antecedent, B is the behavior, and C is the consequence what happened. So for example, this would look something like Let's say a teacher, uh, the kids are, it's time for them to clean up their toys. And their teacher says, it's time for you to clean up your toys. The behavior is the student yells, no. The consequence is the teacher then removes the toys and says, okay, no more toys right now. And completely takes them away. So instead of yelling and, you know, saying like, well, what did you say? No, you automatically take it away. After ABA, with the help of ABA, what they can help with is... The ideal situation of how you want it to go is the teacher would say it's time to clean up. The student is reminded then to ask for five more minutes instead of shouting no. And then the teacher says, of course you can have five more minutes. So it, it and like we've talked about before, you can do ABA with anybody. So like, for example, Savannah, my fox terrier, 17-year-old fox terrier, she she's actually right now just standing in front of me, lost under a tripod. She doesn't know where she is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She will steal Grayson's toys, and I will then give her a treat. Well, that is wrong. (laughs) But She's reinforcing. Bad behavior. behavior. I should not give her a treat, but the problem is is that like with her, I don't want to just reach in her mouth and get 
which she has the item because I don't want to get bit. If she gets scared, she can't see good now. So it's just easier for her. Do you know what I mean? But ABA you can do with anybody at all. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking to like take some ABC data on your own, yeah, um, you're what you're going to notice is you're going to notice the behavior first. So right. you kind of have to work backwards for a second and think about okay, this was the behavior. Okay, so what was the antecedent? Meaning, right. what happened? Right before the behavior occurred. Yes. Thus causing them to, you know, have right. that behavior to begin with. Right. We'll be right back after a word from our show sponsors. Here at Building the Puzzle, we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays. Well, if you're in New Jersey, you're in luck. The speech paradigm has you covered. They're helping children overcome speech challenges all across New Jersey. They offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy. Please reach out to them. You can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com. You can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson & Company. Uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at grayson-company.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys. And now back to the show. So. Like if Grayson is overstimulated and then he starts like, you know, just tantruming and meltdown really, really bad. I know that that was caused by the overstimulation, the TV, whatever it may be going on at that time, loud noise, whatever. That is the antecedent. Yeah. Him freaking out is the behavior. And then the how, consequence how is how react I to react to it. So I completely shut everything down. And he knows then that's almost like his way of communicating with me. So I know now when he does that next time, he knows I'm going to shut it down. And that's how he knows to, you know. So if I kind of regulate that stimulation from the beginning, I can eliminate that behavior more. Um, and a lot of people will say, well, you just let your, like, you just turn off your TV because you don't want to overstimulate your kid. But what, what do you do? Like, well... You know, my main thing is Grayson being calm. I watch TV on my phone. I just watch TV on my phone and I deal with it. You know, he comes first and I will redo yeah. whatever I need to in my life to make it comfortable for him. You know, and if you're, uh, I know a lot of people are on weight, get on wait lists for ABA and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So don't be afraid to try to take that, you know, get a journal and take some ABC data on your own. Yeah. You know, that's only going to help them hit the ground running when you do get started, you know? Yes. Um, you know, don't, you know, you don't have to analyze it like crazy and try to figure out, you right. know, what the proper consequence is, but they'll be, the professionals will then have tons of data to go off of yes. to really help that program when you're setting it up. You know what I mean? Right. Um, you know, for instance, you know, like, Grayson gets upset because we don't turn his, you know, the TV on because he wants to watch the TV. He then has a bad behavior. He starts having a tantrum. Now, if I go and turn that, if the consequence is me then turning on a TV, I am then reinforcing his bad behavior. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You always have to follow through. And, like, thankfully with Grayson, like, the TV was a huge habit to break for him. And you know, we went two years without him watching 
any TV at all. And now we, what we, we just do is we reward him it a little if bit he slowly. has a good session for ABA. He loves the voice. This one episode with Gwen Stefani. So we put that on for him and that is his reward. And sometimes at the end of therapy, he has a hard time finishing up. Sometimes he kind of just like wants them gone. And I'll say like, just finish up, bud, finish up. And I'll put the voice on if you finish strong. And he knows that. And, you know, I'll put that on for him as a reward. But you always want to follow through. And sometimes it is stressful on the parent, you know, but you have to get through that moment. And I remember the therapist, like, always saying, like, listen, I get it. Like, in the middle of cooking dinner or doing wash, you just hand them whatever and just do it just to stop the behavior and just whatever, you know. But you're really causing more harm. The more you follow through, the easier it's going to be in the end. Never shut it down because you're tired of it or whatever, you know. Um, and, and you know, don't – if it backfires. Yeah. Um, following through backfires in the beginning. Uh, don't, like – don't give up because no. that is exactly what, what is going want. to happen. <laughs> Normally, they get what's called an extinction burst. Yes. So that means you actually make that behavior a lot worse mm-hmm. for a brief time period before it yeah. gets better. Reason being is in their mind, in that child's mind, they're saying, oh, why am I not getting a TV? I used to just... You know, roll around on the floor, flipping out, screaming and crying, and I used to get the TV. Right. Why is that not happening? It's kind of a shock to their system. Right. So at that point, you know, look out for that. Don't don't just you know, um, you know, let your guard down and, and mm-hmm. give in. That's the time when you have to hold your ground, because when that is getting worse at that point in time, um, is when you're getting really close <laughs> to, yeah. to breaking it. Yes. And, and, yes. And, getting that behavior under control. Yeah, you definitely have to see it through, 100%. Um, ABA, I will say that if you have a behavior that, if you have a child that's having behaviors because of having a speech delay, um, then speech therapy is very, very important because that can help the child deal with those behaviors because sometimes, you know, it's not just the child acting out. There's another issue going on there. So like Grayson, if he wanted to communicate something and got frustrated because we didn't understand that would cause a behavior. And that does happen sometimes. Sometimes, I remember the one night a couple weeks ago, Grayson loves pointing at things and having you now tell him what, the, what it is or spell the words he's doing He spelling. knows what they said. And he knows what it is. So, like, a bird came on the screen. Well, he knows bird as quail. And Sean's like, it's a bird. And he's pointing, and he's like, it's a bird. And he points again. Sean's like, I don't know what you want me to say. It's a bird. And Grayson just went to headbang him. And I was like, quail. And he was like, play. We can continue now. And that was the right word I wanted. But it wasn't a bird. It, it was a say, quail. It didn't say bird. It was just a picture of a and bird. And he knows. Like, and, and sometimes like, like sometimes there's animals. I don't even know what they and are. And it, it, it was a uh, animated quail. It wasn't yeah. a picture of a real quail. Yeah. So. yeah. So I was like, um, the one day he's like pointing. And I'm like, Grayson, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I, it's a gorilla. And he's like, no. And I'm like, Sean, what is this animal? Because you can see he's starting to get frustrated that I'm not understanding what he wants me to say. But he knows exactly what it is. So it's not him that's wrong. It's me that doesn't know. <laughs> it's so, it, it's funny. Last week it happened to my mom. Really? <laughs> Remember she called me when he, she was watching him? Yeah. He's looking at this picture. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's, but he knows. It says ferret. I keep saying ferret, but he just keeps pointing at it. It's not ferret to him. It's something else. 
Yeah, so um, ABA programs can definitely increase language and communication skills. They can improve attention, focus, social skills, memory, and academics, and they can also decrease problem behaviors. Um, ABA has been used since the 1960s. It is a science-based approach um, and, therapy. And, and, I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, science, scientists and doctors really think it's the only true scientifically proven, you know, yes. uh, therapy option. Yes, yes. Um, I, there's probably not enough significant research on a lot of the other one for them to say anything about that. So, um, yeah. Yes, um, it is actually considered the best practice treatment by the U.S. Surgeon General and by the American Psychological um, Associations. ABA has passed the scientific tests of its usefulness, quality, and effectiveness. So it is a therapy that, again, is science-based, and a lot of these things aren't. I know our therapist is a firm believer. If the science doesn't say it, he does not believe it. Um, so, you know, when people want to see the facts. Yeah. <laughs> so ABA has definitely worked for us. We have loved ABA for Grayson. Yeah. Um, and, and we've done it for a while now. We've had many, many different RBCs work with us. Yes. Two different BCBAs. Three, actually, three different BCBAs. Yes. We had one from the state from, through early intervention for just a couple weeks. But, um, and um, they're not, they weren't all the same. No. Um, if you can have different therapists, work with multiple therapists. Yes. Definitely try to do that. Choose. So don't like try three, to add. If you can pick three different yeah, therapists, do it. Try to, try not to, you know add you know one specific therapist right you know adding more hours with them try to add a new therapist with those new hours if you're going to slowly build up hours or something like that because different perspectives really help yeah we noticed I that agree. grayson also didn't get along with just didn't get along with some of the and that's okay well. we don't all get along with you everybody know? and they all bring something different to the table but one doesn't um, offer another one can yeah one might be better interacting with certain you know, with Grayson on certain skills yes. and others, um, you know, and I think it's also valuable to have, you know, both, uh, female and male therapists. Yeah. You know I mean? Regardless of whether your ch child's male or female, you mm -hmm. know, it doesn't really matter. No. Um, cause they're going to have to interact in different ways as they grow up in school settings and stuff I've like that. I've always liked and females so. and males for Grayson. Yeah. I've always had males around for him and females, you know, so. I know it's not always easy cause there's not nearly as many, uh, males. male RBTs in the field, no. but, um, if you could find a good one, hold on to them. So. Yeah. That's what we're doing <laughs> yeah. with ours right now. So. I like, I'm like. You know, anytime we move or anywhere, I have to be near you because I can't, <laughs> we can't lose you. Like, and you know, it's hard for some people to understand that. And I think about it all the time, yeah. you know, you just, it's really hard to start over with somebody who doesn't understand and you could really set a regression yeah. in motion. And you know, that's just not and something you, I want to do. You also have, um, you know, when they first come in. Uh, the first couple weeks, yeah. could it could take a couple weeks, even a month for some kids while you do the initial pairing process. Yes. You know, where you're just pairing positive, mm -hmm. you know, positivity and good, good reinforcement things with the location you're using for therapy, with right. the therapist themselves, with 
the tools or toys the therapist is going to be using um, because you want to make it a fun environment for that child so they want to work. Um, So you set that up ahead of time in a positive way so that when you start getting to the more uh, challenging work, they're more likely to follow through. Yes, yes. um, Another thing I actually just thought of, uh, you know, sanitizing the environment. We did this many times. Back and forth. Oh, it was such a like emotional roller coaster because, you know, we had the first therapist come and say everything should be out and he should have access. Then we had the next person come in and say, put it all away. It was like we just kept doing different things. And then they said, get containers that you can't see through that are labeled. So then we did that. We brought everything back out again. Now everything is pretty much away except for his toy chest in his bedroom. Everything is in our storage unit. That creates motivation and focus. You won't, Never yeah. leave things all over if, because if kids don't have to request things, they're not going. They're to. not going to communicate. No. So particularly when uh, communication is is a goal that you have with your child, you need to make sure that even if focus they, is. they need to communicate to get the item they want. Yes. Um, some parents even put some really, you know. Um, motivating things that they they really like way out of reach but visible so that they will ask for them yes like on a shelf where they can't reach or something and we worked with that with Grayson like you know just like if I put a train up top on the counter when he was really really small and he wanted it that was the goal of him to look at me want to grab and make that eye contact and that's how we did it um so I mean you know and sanitizing the environment basically means um don't want them to have access to everything well we want little, as little distractions as possible during yes. therapy. So no toys other than the therapy toys mm-hmm. or therapy tools you're, you're working with. Um, when therapy's no, going on, we no, have no bubble tube. We, we have we nothing have, we turn right. All the, all the lights. All the bright lights that he Even lights. when it was Christmas, tree was not lit during therapy. Nothing None went on. None of the lights could go on. Until therapy was over. Yep. We've removed all of his toys except for just a couple handful of things. Yeah. And, uh, now I don't way, even go in the kitchen not, and get anything. The whole idea therapy. is so that they're not distracted from yeah what they're working on. Yeah. So. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, is there uh, anything else you wanted to talk about when it comes to uh, no? Again, if ADR? you guys you know are looking for a good therapy and you're aging out of early intervention, de- definitely look into ABA and. Check it out. You know, it, it's worked wonders for us. It can work wonders for your husbands, too. Um. <laughs> and if you, if you have more questions about ABA, put yes. them in the comments. We're going to be Please. doing um, a Q&A uh, episode within mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks. So we're trying to collect questions. So. Is that That's a live one. Is that going to be live that we're doing a Q&A? Oh, we might do a live one. But yeah. Because yeah. I do want to do something like that for you guys, for your, the viewers, so that they can kind of reach out and we can get their questions online and kind of answer them while we're recording. So I think that would be great. Yeah. So anything else? Uh, Of course, yes. You guys can find us on Facebook and Instagram uh, under Building the Puzzle. On Facebook, we have a page and a group. Um, And then pretty soon we'll have our autism blog out at buildingthepuzzle.com. And we're going to be recording everything soon on, you know, our daily lives and the... World of autistic uh, parents. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely check us out. We're really looking forward to doing that. Yeah, we're super excited. So. Yeah, definitely. So, it'll be good. So, with that, for Autism, Building, building the, the puzzle, puzzle, one piece, piece at, at a time. time, I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. 
Signing off. Take care, everybody.